the simpler things make you really happy. It's Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. Yeah, I went to lunch with my daughter and granddaughter yesterday, and the waiter, you know, at the end of the meal, you sign the bill, had this pen. And it just was my life for about 30 seconds. Like, it just would glide just the way I wanted it to. I liked the way it held. Like, and it just made me happy. A pen. I, A pen. The way it writes, that was your happy place. Listen, it was medium point. It was just <laughs> listen, to a, this. listen, fine point pens, you can have them. You have a fine point pen, I never want to touch That's it. That's so funny. I know. And clean sheets is like, uh, it makes my wife happy. It's like, I got clean sheets. This I love is amazing. clean sheets. There's the smell, just you slide in and it's just like, oh, crisp. And yeah, I get it. 150%. A nice pen. Yeah, nice pen. Scott, who does our news, what is the simple thing that makes you happy? Well, I, I got to tell you what, my, what makes my wife happy. Recently, two things. Okay. She got a new bunt pan, made a bunt cake over the weekend. Yeah. It came out perfectly, and she is ecstatic about this bunt pan right now. But another thing, you know those sink liners you put in the bottom of the sink and you put your dishes down so they don't scratch? It's yeah. like a little protectant. She bought one of those recently and was going on and on and on about this uh, sink liner. Simple things. Okay, now... I don't have a sink liner, so I don't know that I see the draw of that. So is she? would she recommend this, highly recommend this? Yes, too? and some of them even have like the, the drain holes already pre-cut. So you just oh. plop it in the bottom of the sink, makes you happy. and that way you don't scratch it up. This makes you happy. I, somebody, I saw somebody post on Facebook, cancel plans made them happy. Honey. The yes. plans were canceled, yes, so they were happy over canceled plans. Yes. I would be like, you know, bummed. It just... You know, it depends. Like, I think when you set the plans, you're like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. And I can't wait. And then the day, uh, the, it starts the day before. Oh, I got to I gotta go do that tomorrow night. And then the day of, it's like, oh, please. And then you get the call. It's like being called to the major leagues. You get the call that says, hey, I can't make it. And you're like, I'm so sorry. Yay. Those simple things that just make you happy, huh? <sighs> 800-447-7234. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. How funny. Those simple things in life that make you so happy. So much different when you became an adult. Oh, sure. I mean, as a kid, it was mom let you go into the candy store or she gave you a dollar and you went to the Dollar Tree or something like that. But as an adult, uh, Vicky texted and said a sink liner because that was something that um, our Scott Watson does the news. His wife said, get a sink liner. I don't have one. So I don't know the happiness that comes with it, evidently. When Liz gets one, she'll be happy. Maybe. You watch. You watch. So Christy's here at 800-447-7234. What about you, Christy? Christy, that simple thing in life that makes you so happy. It is fresh cut wood. My husband is building me a greenhouse, and the sawdust smell is the best smell in the world. For real? Yes. Why? I just love the smell. I love to walk into Lowe's and smell the wood or Home Depot. I just love fresh cut wood. I like the smell of wood burning, like, you know, the first fire of the season uh-huh. or a fire pit. So this is totally different. Oh, yes. It's right when he cuts it with the saw. And you're just standing there, and you can, you can smell it, just the sawdust from it. It's it's wonderful. I feel like you should go into construction. Well, maybe so. I'm a piano teacher. I don't know how that would go. <laughs> you're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Liz is, like, all into this, and I'm like, really? 
please, not now. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. Hallmark, countdown to Christmas. See, I told you. October 21st. It's, Too early. No, it's going to be kicked off uh, sooner than ever, and they're going to have new movies on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Good for them. But I will say. It's the same plot. It is the same plot. It's the same I movie, different care. people. I don't care. She's into it. Everybody's named Holly or Lyric or Ivy or for real Cashmere. They or... mean they get that nitty gritty that the people who are acting in this, their names are based around Christmas. No, the character name. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were looking for actresses named no, Ivy no, 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 or no. Holly. No, but they do. They do. And it's always, I get it. Wow. I get the same plot that it's uh, big big city girl meets small town boy wearing a flannel shirt over a t-shirt. Um, and they meet and fall in love over a cup of coffee while the snow is lightly falling. So I understand it completely and I don't care. It's wonderful. She's I am, major into it. I'm not a big chick flick girl. I don't watch a lot of Hallmark outside of the Christmas movies. But I was floating around on TV on Saturday, and there was the twin movie with the girl that was in High School Musical, Vanessa Hudgens, that's her name. She plays twins. I didn't have time to watch it, and I went back to try to find it, and I couldn't find it, so I can't wait. It's streaming somewhere. Oh, I know. It's streaming, so i got to find it, though. I did watch, what did I watch last night? Oh, The Santa Claus. (laughs) One and two. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so ready. It's so early. It is not. It's way too early for that kind of stuff. Who sets that? Scott Watson, my, our news guy. If Scott, Scott, do you set that that clock for your family that they can't watch Christmas movies beforehand? Uh, no, I mean we'll start watching closer to Christmas, but uh, we don't do the Hallmark stuff. I mean the only thing I do Hallmark is a card every now and then. That's as close <laughs> as I get. Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. When Liz found out Hallmark is starting their Christmas movies earlier than they normally do, she's like, oh my, she can't wait. It's Robin Liz on his radio. Yeah, less than a month. October 21st is when they really kick it into full gear. But I saw some movies over the weekend, so totally into it. Irene texted and said, I am so with you, Liz. I cannot wait for the Hallmark movies. Nah, too early. I'm to sorry, stop. Irene and Liz, no. Yeah. No, well, too early. Wait till like mid-November, no. closer to Thanksgiving, closer to Thanksgiving, and then you know you don't get tired of them. I never get tired. And of them. And then they're going to repeat the same ones over and over again. In case you missed it, or in case you love one and you want to just <sighs> see it over and over and over. No. I will tell you, Amanda texted and said um, she's totally with you because she says no Christmas movies, but she also also added no Christmas music until the week of Christmas. Amanda. <laughs> no, like my heart is hurting. <laughs> like what? She'll she'll come around at some point, Amanda. She will. Mary, did you know next week? No, like, no, yes. no. Yeah. Mary, did Mary's you know. gonna know later on in December. Mary okay? knew. Mary knows now. Well, she knows now because it's <laughs> history. Okay, Bill's here at eight hundred four four seven seven two three four. What about you, Bill? We started watching Christmas with the crank Saturday night with the family. Get it's out! Not too early for Christmas, Bill. I love you so much. First of all, that you love Christmas so much. And second of all, that you are a man that is all in. Yes, and I do I do, do the Hallmark Christmases. Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. It's crazy to see how Liz is just a little bit more eked out about this than normal. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. I've even seen them around uh, their studios, too, but in my house, spiders, like 
there just seems to be more spiders. And then I found out, well, it's, you know, don't be too mad at them because it's probably a male spider and they're looking for a date. They're looking for the love of their life. They're looking for their girlfriend. So they come over to your house. They do. They come. <laughs> it's nice and warm. You know, they can probably find a little something, a fly or maybe a fruit fly or an ant. What's that got to do with anything? They could have a meal over because they want to have conversation with the date. They got to get to know her, you know, I mean, before they start a life together. Oh, so the fruit fly is their meal, is well, what you're saying. Yeah, they're, it's not invited okay. to the dinner. It's not the uh, thought it was a special guest. No, well, it is. <laughs> In a different way. <laughs> he might like the invite to dinner, but he won't like it halfway through. But I but... caught my web. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so... I'm trying to I'm trying to be a little more understanding with the spiders that they're just trying to start their lives together. They're young spiders. They haven't found the one Time yet. Time for a family. Well, and I think, do I need to sit down and talk to them about the responsibility aspect of having a family? She's thinking and, this through just a little bit too much. Well, I don't know why. I mean, they need the talk, too. She you know, usually like, calls her husband, Joey, and say, will you just mush this thing and get it out of my house? Now she's concerned about them starting families. Well, yeah. I, I Okay, I can't smush them anymore. I, but I really. Not that I like to smush spiders. I just want them out of my house. Yeah. Bottom flush line. The, hey, I'll flush them down the toilet together. What? <laughs> That's That was morbid. How? They're... They can make it through. Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. I don't like spiders. I don't want them in my house. But I do understand that they're just trying to start a life. And, you know, this is the time of year that it's time for spiders to multiply and be fruitful, yes, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. And so the male spiders, you know, instead of going on an, a dating app or something, they're they're coming into our homes to find their girlfriend. So Becky texted and Becky said, "The female spider, just so you know, usually gets rid of the male spider after they become a couple." <laughs> well then. Okay. So the best advice cuz I thought I could impart some wisdom now that I've been married for, you know, a good long time. Yeah, like she's going to do that. Yeah, and she said the best advice you can give those spiders <laughs> is that after the meal, run. Run for your life. <laughs> Wow. And Linda said, okay, sometimes women, because she, you know, gets that maybe um, you're hearing, you know, my saying, set up a little table, let them share a meal over a fruit fly, uh, that women are a little more sensitive to killing bugs. So we start making up stories to make us feel better about our actions. Oh, okay. You know, that I want to put him down the toilet and um, flush and they can live happily ever after on the other side. All right. Well, somewhere. Gail has something to say about that. She's here at 800-447-7234. What do you say, Gail? You know, little baby spiders are created. You're saying basically I need to smush them. Uh, well, I would just not entertain them. <laughs> you know, I would probably find a way to shoot them out of the house. Yeah, relocate. Encourage the date is somewhere else. So, you know, the male spider could plan like a picnic date, and that could be outside. They could share a meal and conversation over maybe some ants. An entire party. Gail, you and Liz have quite the imagination. Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. You probably will never guess what this sound is. Listen real close. It's Robin Liz on his radio. Check this out. Here it comes. I know, crazy, huh? I, I, 
is it under? It, it sounds like it's underwater. It like, does, doesn't it? it? Close. Well, not really, because this sounds like you've dropped a plate, and there's the air bubble that pops up. Dropped a plate into like water, like into a dish. You this know, this is a this is a plate. Like the sink, if you're recording from underwater, it's the plate being or saucer being dropped into a sink of water. Wow, that's quite the imagination. Yeah. That's literally a meteor hitting Mars. Well, I've never heard one, so uh, I had nobody no point of has. But now that we've got the Mars rover that's going around in Mars and it's recording things, a meteor was flying into the atmosphere of Mars and they caught the sound, and this is what it sounds like. That must have been hitting the ground. Boop, boop. That, to me, that says there is water on Mars. I mean, honestly, that <laughs> boop, boop, that's what it sounds like. So they released this just a couple of weeks ago. It's gone bonkers on YouTube right now. I think it's super cool. We're we're hitting an asteroid, right, to see if we can knock it off its path. Yeah, like we're, today or tomorrow. We're getting or all yeah, we're getting all movies on this I thing. Oh, it's so cool. But maybe that's kind of what it sounds like then in space. Obviously, there's nobody there to listen to it happen. But the Mars rover was there. Mars rover on Mars, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here Listen. it goes. Asteroid. Here's the water. That was the water right there. That was the water, huh? There's water on Mars. Take it from me. <laughs> I'm Liz. Don't believe her. Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. How long does chocolate last? Mm, couple of months. Probably six months. I'll get I'll say Three six. years. Huh? Three years you can save chocolate. I didn't know that. And then it expires and then forget it. You don't want to touch it after that. But some Ugh. people were in an attic and they found chocolate and it's been around for 122 years. Oh, my God. That grief. old. I know. That old, 122 years. Turns out that Queen Victoria's image is on the tin of this chocolate and that she literally gave this chocolate to the troops back in 1900 when there was some conflict in South Africa. Oh, and then British troops were brought down there or shipped down there to uh, gain control. And so she wanted to show appreciation to all the troops. She had this tin that was made for all the troops and gave it to the soldiers. I completely understand then why somebody didn't decide to eat the chocolate. Yeah. And it looks gnarly because somebody opened it up. It's like, Ew. it almost looks powdered. Like <laughs> it does, it does. Oh. But now they're putting it on the auction block. It looks like five hundred bucks. Somebody's going to buy it for. If yeah. I had that kind of money just to throw around, you know, I because I'm totally into the royal family and all she that. She is. Yeah, I would get that. I would buy it. Then what would you do with it? Oh, it would be like in a shadow box, a display case. I would not, not what eat the chocolate. about the chocolate inside? No. What are you going to do with that? Oh, I would keep it in there. You'd leave it? Yeah. What about the smell? I'd seal I probably would seal it. She <laughs> would, yeah. Wouldn't need it. Might uh, give it to the dogs. Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. So here's Alan. He's turning 60 and he thought, I want to celebrate my 60th birthday in a very unique way. It's Rob and Liz, his radio. So here's what he thought he'd do. Since he's known in France as the French Spider-Man. That he'd scale the tallest building in Paris, and by golly, he did. The French Spider-Man. Isn't that, that wild? Is, that's not a bad nickname, especially if you're 60 years old. So he dressed in red, 
And he scaled a building, literally climbed this building 613 feet. So I think he could have watched one of the Mission Impossible movies. I think it's called Ghost Protocol, and it's set in Dubai. And Tom Cruise kind of does the same thing. He scales this huge, I don't know how many stories, like thousands, I feel like. Thousands um, of stories. This I one, think. this guy did was 48 stories. That's still, that's... That's up there. Yeah. I repelled off a 16-story building. Did you hear what she just said? She <laughs> repelled off a 16-story building. Yeah. Liz did, who yeah. does not ride roller coasters, but no. go ahead. No. But I was not like this guy. Like, I I was, I was, had ropes. I had all kinds of things, a fail-safe. This guy, nothing. Like, yeah, he really. Just he just climbed up the windows. It. Yeah. And so, but that movie does the same thing. He had, like, magnetic gloves. I wonder if French Spider-Man had the same thing. Didn't look like it to me in the pictures. So he just, how do you, what? You got some grip. You got some strength. The dude dude looks pretty jacked. Okay, so the workout for him is just this, just taking his fingers and going back and forth and really getting muscles in his fingies. Liz has no clue, does she? His spidey fingies. (laughs)